4: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only 3 dollars per month.
1: Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game!
4: Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: Welcome!
5: The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila... Casamigos tequila is brought to you by those who drink it and tonight's Casamigos big shot of the night goes to the bread man you just heard Marco with the update the Rangers win and Artemi Panarin has three points goes out there tonight opens up the scoring ends the the scoring Panarin scored twice had an assist to give him 82 points it's the fourth time in five seasons with the Rangers that he scored at least 80 the Rangers have 40 wins they are a wagon They are what we thought they were. Will they win the Stanley Cup? I don't know about that. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up. It's open mic time. Let's get it. 877-337-6666. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Mostly sports, but I'll give you some advice. Life advice. Dating advice. DJ advice. Hosting advice. Resume advice. Who knows? Who knows what's going to come through the phone? Shout out to the good folks on TikTok. Shout out to the young folks watching me on TikTok. I appreciate y'all building over there. I mean, I don't go on enough. Like I said, when TikTok first started, it was wild creepy, like to catch a predator vibes with some of the content they were forcing on me. But boy, has it morphed in the last five, six years. It is now a place where anything can happen. It is now a place where everyone should be if... You think that you want to market yourself. If you want to build a brand, build your following, it just exposes you to so many different people. And I always say I don't have Twitch. I don't have SNY. I don't have CBS Sports Network filming me while I'm on air for five hours. The least I could do is fire up my iPhone and go live on my TikTok platform for a couple hours, and we've been doing that now since around 10 o'clock. I'll keep it rolling till 12. Let's keep the show rolling with my guy, Joe, in Rutherford. Jay Schmeezy, bleacher creatures on both sides of the phone.
6: You're, You're, you Yeah. Know, what's, what's good, Keith?
5: Man, hanging out. Uh, another five-hour show. This is the last hour. It's a sprint. Blessed to be here. Getting ready for the season. Talking all sports. What you got for us, bro? Listen. Uh,
6: <laughs> they're still, like, your performance from opening day last year is, like, uh, it, like people are not, like, recognizing.
5: <laughs> I'm taking off this year because I was not planning on showing up here and not being able to talk. Like, I lost my voice because it was just that turned up. Opening day and the New York Yankees and, you you know, we show up there, like, 8, 9 in the morning. It's a long
1: day.
6: Uh, you know, th- there's there's people that, like, root for the Yankees, but. There's people that root for the Yankees, and and you are you are on the, on the, on that side of it. You know what I mean? As yeah, they, I, I don't
5: go in there and be quiet. I don't understand how people go in there and just watch silently. I'm yelling the entire game. I'm yelling the whole time, especially opening day because I feel like a, a animal let out of the cage. I'm like, all right, I'm back in my element. Like, let's go, Yanks. Uh, Keith, help me understand. Like, when did you know that,
6: like? like there was going to be a next, like there's a lot of people that would be in your situation. You know what I mean? That would have gave up. Like how, how did you stay so persistent?
5: Uh, faith in God. First and foremost, I just had a call with my grandmother over the weekend where I thanked her for making me go to church when I was young. Uh, I thanked her for putting the Bible in my hands when I didn't even know what it was. Uh when when I was young, I used to get sent to Jacksonville, Florida, to like the hood of Jacksonville, Florida, which was a huge culture shock coming out of Ocean Township, New Jersey, in the Jersey Shore area, going down there. And I didn't understand why I was sent down there for two, three months, but I started to pray and I started to go to church and I started to learn. And um, man, that stuck with me and it's it sticks with me right now, uh, all through the journey. So, you know, when I struggled in life. I always fell back on my faith. I always fell back on my faith in God and God's plan for me. So even when man, it sucked. Even when I was broke. Even when people counted me out. Even when people disrespected me, di- discriminated against me. I knew, you know, I was I was heavily favored, and uh, I w- I would ultimately win. So I had to keep going, you know. Just in my in my head, I just always knew God had a plan for me, and I I still feel that way. So that was the main thing. Like it ain't over, I, I'm, it's not done, this isn't, you know, God didn't bring me this far just to bring me this far, like, you gotta keep going, and and I've always known through stories in the in the Bible and, and different things, like, God is testing you, and uh, sometimes, you know, God puts the uh, strongest struggles or, or the toughest struggles on his strongest warriors and things like that, like, all of these experiences molded me to make me who I am, so I always just kept pushing, bro, because I, I have the utmost belief in myself and God.
6: Do you ever feel, like, slated that Jackson has, like, been so far pushed ahead that you've ever been? Like, you know what I mean? Like,
5: (laughs) It's, uh, I said, man, it's like, I'm jealous of my son, but I'm happy to hook it up for him because I'm like, I just look at his life already. Even the fact that, like, people listening to WFAN call, like, how's your son? How's Jackson? People that have never met him. He's already well-received. I'm like, bro, you you were going to have it made but I'm going to raise you and I'm going to teach you right from wrong and morals and, and like how to carry yourself so that you're not a spoiled brat. But yes, it's it's twofold. Part of me as a dad looks at, you know, the care that he has for me and his mom and and family members and, and you know, all the support he has around him and the, and the toys and the clothes and the things that he has uh, where I'm jealous. But then the other part of me as a dad is like, no, I'm happy to hook it up for him. This is what I'm supposed to do. I waited this long so that I could give my son the best life possible. I want him to have an advantage. I want him to have a better life than me. I don't want him to struggle like I struggled.
6: Well, listen, there's people that are on this uh, radio station, but I know there's only one person on April 5th when I get to the bodega that I'm going to go back and I'm going to see, and it's going
5: to be you. And I can't wait. I can't wait for opening day. You know where I'm not hard to find. You know where to find me. Uh, I'll try and keep a low profile now because the speakeasy is no longer a speakeasy. And I don't have a low profile now. But you know, like, man, how many years running in it? Like, opening day is a holiday. Happy New Year with the Bleacher Creatures. You know where I'm going to be. I
6: love you, brother. Yeah, listen, other people talk about it, but you be about it, all right? I'll talk to you later, Keith.
5: Appreciate you, Joe. 877-337-6666. My boy, Jay Schmeezy, bleacher creature. And the guy has the best tailgate at Giant Stadium. He is a chef. He cooks it up. I'm talking you could pull up behind the steps. I forget what section it is. Maybe it's B. I don't know, B5 or something like that in the parking lot. He's making pizza, wings. Burgers got the condiments on deck uh I'm 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 looking forward to um the next uh Giants uh you know hosting the Dallas Cowboys early in the season when it's warm to pull up on my boy Jay Schmies. I'm glad that we don't have any more of those like cold November December Dallas games over at MetLife' it's, it's a way better vibe to get the like September game when it's it's warm in East Rutherford. Let's go up to the Bronx. Talk to Val. Val, you're on the fan. You got it.
7: Chris, what's up, my man? What's going
5: on, King? You know, holding it down, open mic time. We kind of just open the conversation up for whatever you guys want to do.
7: You always got it going on. You always got it going on, man. Yo, you said something. I I got some things I want to talk to you about with um, Otani, Yamamoto, and a little Yankee point. But you said something earlier. With that Caleb Williams, Joe Reggie Bush got to be sitting down right now talking about. Really, man, where's my trophy, bro? bro?
5: Like these dudes <laughs> is getting money, and
7: USC. Like, I still don't have my bronze sitting on my on my mantle, dog. Like
5: he went to USC, yo- and they were mad that he was just trying to make sure his parents were taken care of. Chris Webber is like,
7: you know, and all them dudes back in Michigan was like, y'all was getting on us for socks, son, and these dudes is pulling out $10 million in two <laughs> years.
5: The like, NCAA is dead ass wrong, and they know it. The NCAA wow. for a long time was just backwards business. I was in it. I was in it as a student athlete. It just never mm-hmm. really made sense, and now they're making way more than sense. They're making dollars. These kids are millionaires.
7: The minute you said it, my mind went straight to them, too. I was like, wow, they got to be sitting down like, son, yo, and the amount of money that people made off of them, let alone crying about—anyway, that's another story altogether. Uh, to, To throw
5: it in there, Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr., Marvin Harrison's son, who obviously his dad was an NFL player. He was talking about going back to Ohio State this year if he didn't like the team that would potentially draft him because he's got another year of eligibility and he's already made like four or five million at Ohio it's State. The players were getting in trouble <laughs> for selling their jerseys. The players were getting in trouble for exchanging merchandise for tattoos. Young kids these days. That's why you got
7: young Josh talking about stocks. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so but to get into why I really wanted to talk to you on the phone tonight. Two, a couple of things really quickly. Yo, the Yamamoto, I want to stop this conversation because I, I, I had to put my put it out of my mind also. Like, I hear people saying things like, well, you had, like, I, and when I say people, I mean as far as Yankee fans and Mets fans, saying things like, well, you had money for Yamamoto. I'm, how come you don't have it for this guy? How come you don't have it for that? Some of what you were talking about just now between Otani and Yamamoto kind of uh, also alludes to the fact that any team that was getting them was also getting that windfall of all the extra and excess money that just those two. Because if you really project, we already know uh, Otani from the historic kind of crazy things that he was doing already and is projected to do over the course of his career. The, the, the moments that, that, that project or, or the future moments that they have or could have over the course of their career and to have them in those uniforms, The amount of extra money that they're going to be bringing in, not just from, you know, the the Los Angeles market, but from the Japanese market, all that extra stuff. It's going to make all that money like easily like they already lead the league in attendance. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I, I almost want to know what happens with like the years after that when they're paying the deferred money. How does that count against the, the salary cap? Because that might be a way that they might be getting over. And I bet when the winter meetings meters come around and the owners sit down, that that contract is going to be something that's going to be discussed.
5: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like and- the Dodgers, they're selling those 17 and 18 jerseys. Easily. They always Easily. sell out. Now it's everybody's got that, season it, tickets. It, it, Dodger it, Stadium is in LA where these it, people can afford it. 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 It's, not it's always that. There's
7: a bunch of also corporate money, like advertising money, marketing money, all oh, yeah. kinds of other stuff that just gets thrown into that. And if I could just make one more point, Yankee wise, that stuff you're talking about, yo, I wish you would keep bringing it out some more. People need to understand. I, keep, I said it when he first got here. I said it when the talk with the whole, oh, the Mets are just going to swoop in and all of that. Hey, yo, everybody, understand, we have the first hand at the table as far as the negotiating because we get a chance to sport homeboy for a year. Facts. And show him what life as a New York Yankee in the New York Yankees. And understand this, every employee on the Yankee team right now has high stakes. People are looking like everybody's either in contract years Everybody has something to prove. Everybody is trying to, like, audition to be part of what looks like could be a beautiful spot to be in. All of this is, like, it's everybody from Cashman right down. Even Boone is in a contract here. Yo, understand, we have the first negotiating table right now. We get a chance to sport. If we blow out this season, everything is beautiful next year. We get top rights on whatever we want. So that's all this talk with, like, Soto going. Yo, let's concentrate on what happens in 2024. Let's make this a monster season. Cole and Judge already know what time it is. Everybody else has reasons. All our employees are go. Stakes are high. Let's get it.
5: Great and call, stop- Val. I mean, I, I, I would let him keep going, but I, my show's going to end. I echo a lot of that, and it's pretty much what I'm saying about the Yankee culture, the Yankee vibe. It's been 15 years the pressure is on, but pressure, pressure, pressure they say, can burst pipes, but pressure also can create diamonds. Uh, there's a lot of guys playing for their careers. There's a lot of guys in the prime of their careers. There's a lot of guys that were on this Yankee team last year that want to erase 82 and 80 from their mind. Like, iron sharpens iron. Having the best of the best brings out the best. The competition level is going to be raised. I really feel like the word aura should be used with this Yankee team. They already look like they have the right aura. We say vibe and mojo and swag and energy. They lacked that last year when they were scoring three runs. They lacked that last year when they were getting beat by bums like the Rockies and the Nationals, like the Royals. That's done. That's done. And Juan Soto gets to come over here for this year, for this prove-it year. And I think he's going to be enamored. We know. The money's got to be up there. Hal Steinbrenner's got to match the greatest offer. And if it's Steve Cohen matching the greatest if offer, you, if, if, if you're deciding between going to Queens and who knows what the Mets are going to be and staying with the Yankees and the money's the same, it's it's not much of a conversation, bros. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys can have that conversation on Twitter. It just doesn't really play well on air. Frank is in Baldwin, New York, next up on the fan. Go for it, Frank.
8: KMVP, good evening. How you doing, my friend?
5: I keep forgetting to use that KMVP line. I'm writing right. that down. Thanks.
8: I think and I think you and Evan in the afternoon would be amazing. You got a – you got – you root for the Jets or Giants, I forgot?
5: You're Neither. Oh, Dallas, Dallas. The measly Jerry <laughs> and, uh, Joneses. Yeah, Jerry World. Sucks. Here we
8: go. Um, <laughs> let me ask you about, you about your cat. Do you have cat insurance?
5: I don't have cat insurance. Yeah, what do you I mean? Like life
8: insurance on the cat? You can get you can get cat insurance through many places. AARP has it. And um, even the vets offer it. Like $26, 30 a month. And you'll save a lot of money down the road. Like I don't I know, know. I don't want
5: to think about that. Because like yeah, my wife put you, the cat, cat in my man. life. And I just like when I randomly right. have the thought about the cat not living forever, it already hurts.
8: Right, and when your cat say so he needs a surgery and it's twenty eight hundred and eight hundred for the overnight stay, and he's got to wear a thing on his face for a month, and all that money you know you really such a thing. Mm. so I'm telling you cat insurance is the way to go, it cover like eighty percent. You could look it up. you could get a good deal for like twenty five dollars a month.
5: all right, I guess pour. I got to now. you put the worry on me.
8: Yeah. my cat got died my cat was sick twice first he got a black. You have a boy cat or a girl, oh, girl cat, right? A girl, yes. Yeah, yeah. My, mine had a boy. Is that your mine cat? Mine was
5: a boy. That's no. your cat meowing no. on, on cue. No. Who is that? Nope.
8: I, I think that's your boy, there.
5: Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's Connor playing just, with me. I'm like, where yeah. the hell? I'm like, no way. Is your cat right next to you? What are you doing to him? It's just expensive. My cat had
8: a bladder problem. That was almost three grand and the overnight stay. and... Then he got diabetes and I'm sorry, man. big bucks. Yeah. Yeah, but just so I learned, now I have two more. So, um, cat and shorts all the way. So, now, as far as the Mets go, I don't understand. You know, if the Mets are winning, people are going to come to the stadium to watch the game. You're going to make more money, yeah. correct? Right. So, I mean, why would you not go out and sign a guy like Montgomery?
5: They think they think They think they can win with the guys they have. David Stern says in. they expect to win. They think this can be a playoff team. Uh, they they think they're going to win games.
8: But we don't even really have a legit number one starter. You really can't say that. You know, Senga's number one. He only pitched one year. Yeah, I saw Fangraphs
5: has the Mets rotation as the sixth worst in the league, and I think that was before yeah. Kodai Senga went down. So now, what are they?
8: Yeah, and, and I mean this Montgomery's no brainer. You gotta go out and do that. I just don't understand what the problem is. I mean, if you can get, so they're not two, gonna years. go
5: after Montgomery. They were pursuing Julio Tehran before he signed with the Orioles this week. I had Tim Britton on at eight fifteen who said they've been keeping tabs on Michael Lorenzen and uh, someone else. I'll have to pull that article up. But they're not looking to spend, and they're also not looking to to give the years that Jordan Montgomery's trying to sign for right now.
8: Well, Trevor Bauer said he'll play for $1 million plus incentives on any team. I mean, there you go. If you want to try and somebody, go for Bauer.
5: Trevor Bauer put out a video this week of himself versus Marty Mush, who actually joined Evan and Tiki. He's a barstool guy, and I don't think it helped his cause. I don't think it helped people think that he's going to return and be a dominant force in Major League Baseball because a regular average Joe Schmo was able to put bat-to-ball on him. Um, I haven't watched the video. I saw a little bit of talk about it online. And I'm like, I don't think that helped his case.
8: Well, listen, I think the Mets have a good bullpen. I think what he did with the bullpen, he's got a lot of strength in that bullpen. And that's yeah. important. You know, takes a lot of pressure off the starters. But, like, going back to Montgomery, you know, if you don't have the starters, what good is it? You got your, you know, long man in the second inning, and then your bullpen's burns out for the week. You going to go on a three, four-game losing streak.
5: You know? Yeah, but we don't, we don't know. Thanks for the call, Frank, and the advice on the cat insurance. We don't know. And that's why we're going to watch. And that's why... I, We take this day by day, series by series, week by week, month by month, and we have shows all day into the night, 24-7 on the fan to react and take your calls and pound the table and say, hey, they need to trade for a starter. They should have signed this guy. And The other name that was in the article in The Athletic from Tim Britton was Mike Clevenger. So quietly today we heard that, David Stearns was pursuing Aroldis Chapman before he signed with the Pirates. And even though he came out to tell Mets fans that they're going to stick with the depth they have in their rotation with Tyler McGill, Jose Buto, and Joey Lucchesi, quietly they have checked on and kept tabs on Michael Lorenzen and Mike Clevenger. So maybe one of those guys pops up in the next couple weeks before we get to opening day. Keith McPherson on the fan. It's open mic time. I have... Calls ranging from St. John's to the Giants to the Yankees, the Mets. So whatever you guys want to talk about. I just you know was talking about my cat insurance and my belief in God. We can do that. KM to AM returns right after this.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy
5: all-time classic, all-time banger Nas is like Queens. Keith McPherson on the fan another 5 hour KM to AM live on the TikToks live on New York radio the greatest city in the world and the greatest sports talk station ever created let's get back to you let's get back to your calls 877 337 thirty-three-seven. 66, Sixty-six, we're talking about everything and anything. It's open mic time on the fan. I'm just going in the order that you guys called, so. First up, Howie is in Maho Pack, New York, on the fan in New York.
2: Hey, thank you, and good evening for your, good evening. thank you for your service. Um, you mentioned a few things that struck me, that reminded me, um, that I was told a long time ago,
5: uh, God didn't carry me this far so he could drop me on my head. Yeah. And
9: I, I, and I get everything that
2: you
5: said. A, and, and, I, and you uh, need, and for anyone listening, you need to, to realize that because there's a lot of times you get low in life and you think, oh, this is it. This is rock bottom. Nah, God is preparing you for something. And that's great that you said that because I, I almost forgot that I said that, right? God didn't bring not, us this far to only bring us this for, far. There's always more.
2: Absolutely. And. One other thing, and I'll get to my point. My parents. I'm from the. I was from the Bronx projects. My parents are from Little Italy in the Bronx, and Arthur Avenue, and they once told me, "Be grateful for what you have, not what you don't have, and be lucky you don't get what you deserve."
5: <laughs> yeah, you know, someone always has it worse than you. We, if yeah, you know, they absolutely. say um, if we all put our problems into a, a circle in the middle, um, and you saw everybody else's, you, you'd want yours back.
2: Absolutely, I, I'm a diehard Giants fan. I had a question. I, it, hypothetically, next year the Giants have another bad year, six and eleven, whatever. Is there any chance that Bill Belichick's phone will ring uh, to coach the Giants, possibly? And if so, and he says yes, is, do you think he would call up Superman to be his linebackers coach? <laughs>
5: Uh nah, nah. But it's a great thought to have to bring back that old Giants feel. Uh, Brian Brian uh, Dable beat Bill Belichick this year, and uh, Bill yeah, Belichick Bill okay. Belichick is gonna want to come in and fire Joe Shane. And well, LT okay. LT said he doesn't even watch football unless it's on in like a bar or something. So he's not interested in being a, a coach. Right,
2: right, right. So, okay. That's where I got it, and thank you for your
5: service. God bless. Thanks for the call, Howie. And I'm working, man. Um, I guess it's service. I guess I'm doing a service to some and, uh, you know, spreading the word. I'm in service to the Lord. <laughs> uh, but not even trying to preach, yo. That's one thing about me. I'm not preachy. I wear a cross around my neck. I understand that some people are not religious. I don't try and push my religion on people. I'm not even really religious. I don't even try and push my faith on people. But when people ask me like serious questions, like, how did you do it? Or like, you know, what keeps you going? I pray when I wake up in the morning. I pray before I put a piece of food in my mouth. I pray when I go to sleep at night, just thankful that I made it home. So uh, I feel like God has had his hand in my entire life. And uh, maybe you don't feel like that, but maybe you need to feel like that. I feel like as human beings, we need a higher power. We need to latch on to something. Uh, maybe you just believe in the universe. Maybe you believe in Allah. Maybe you believe in, in whatever you believe in. But I feel like as human beings, you can't possibly think all of this is going on and all of us are just freely happening and floating around without there being some type of man upstairs or woman upstairs. Josh is in the Bronx. Josh, you're back on the fan. Oh, Keith. I, I got to tell you, I can't wait for you to
9: go down the spring training and experience that, uh, you know, that spring training hospitality and everything. And, uh, you know, seeing the players firsthand down there when they come up north and everything, get ready, get set at tomorrow, later Pretty soon it's going to be February 29th. I mean, a quarter of a day for four years before we get to this point in time. Just because the earth goes around, the sun, you know, like life is a cycle, you know. And like, you know, this could be the time for the Yankees and for the Mets and for for the New York teams now. I mean, you know, you're talking about faith in God and everything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and everything shall be added unto you. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to check in and drop in something. Thank you.
5: Thanks, Josh, and well done. Yeah, you got to believe. You got to believe in something. And a lot of us believe in our teams and believe in our fandom and have faith that this could be the year. When you get into sports as a kid, as a child, a lot of times you roll with the winners and that's why they call, you know, people like myself, you're a front runner, you're a bandwagon fan. Okay, I guess I just started watching the TV and I wasn't going to pick the team that sucked. I, I I watched the team that won and it looked like fun and I wanted to wear the same logo as those guys. And I stayed down and I always say, stay down till you come up. And we hope that every year we come up. Dan is in Middletown, New Jersey, hoping that his team comes up this year. Hey Keith, how are you? I'm hey Keith, right, how are man? you? I'm, a, I'm, I'm like I'm like. What happened there? You, did you say that twice or was that an echo?
4: So my phone just um, I just got the new update on my phone, so I'm still trying to figure out the new call thingy, like the new call screen. Okay, so, some issues there, but I tell you, a great win for the Rangers tonight. Rempy, that kid is
5: something special. Rempy, I didn't really get to watch the whole game, but did Rempy actually get to play? Okay, I'm looking at him right now on the uh, the the re-air. Did, tell me about him. It's not just uh, him fighting and having a black eye. What did he do on the ice that made you say he's something special? Besides being a six-seven monster.
4: So what I like is that he's so good at being able to play the puck in deep and generate chances. That Edstrom, Goodrow, and Rem line really did a great job tonight at generating chances. They didn't get anything because for some reason, whenever Elvis merz plays the Rangers, he looks like a Vesna winner, which still blows my mind because he's one of the worst goalies in hockey, statistically at least. Yeah. But they did a good job
5: tonight. I mean, they're supposed well, to beat Columbus at home. They beat them 4-1, and they keep stacking wins, 40 wins. Impressive. Before we get to March.
4: I will say this. 4-1 is a little bit of a deceiving score because they got two empty netters right. in the final minute. So the one thing that really concerns me about the Rangers is that when Mika's advantage yet is in five on five, Fox advantage yet, and at times Panarin, these guys can't generate anything. Like Mika's been kind of a ghost on the top line about the past month and a half. He's had the occasional power play goal, but it just feels like there are times where he's uh, invisible on the ice, and it's tough when that's what happens with your top-line center. I'd honestly consider moving Panarin, Trocek, and Loft to your top line because it is their best
5: line. You think Peter Laviolette is considering that? I don't know. The one thing that Devanajit does well is a good defensive center, so he's
4: good against the top-line's opposing center, but Trocek might be the best center on the team right now.
5: The Rangers have so many guys. I, that's what I always say about them. They have so many dogs. They have so many guys that can play well. Uh, they're a wagon, and, and that's a good problem to have.
4: Oh, definitely. And then a little bit of Giants. Um, do you think they end up drafting a quarterback? I think Daniel Jones might be. I think you have to. the, the One of the worst quarterbacks in the league. I don't feel confident in him going into next year. I don't think he's
5: one of the worst in the league. He might be one of the worst in the league at staying on the field, but all these quarterbacks get banged up. I think, you know, it's just tough to rate him. It's tough to, uh, you know, put him up there. He had one good year last year, and you can knock that year by saying he only threw 15 touchdowns um, or two years ago, And, and that got him the bag because of a technicality, right? A new regime comes in that did not pick up his rookie option. I think he's got the size, Pause. I think he can throw the football. I think he can run the football. But is he going to run the football the same with these injuries, a neck injury coming off an ACL? Is he going to be more inclined to stay in the pocket and try and do it with his arm? Is he going to have the weapons to throw to to do it with his arm? Is he going to have the protection? Like, there's just so many questions around Daniel Jones. I don't believe a word out of Joe Shane's mouth – when they talk about Daniel Jones as if they don't need another quarterback. They 100% do.
4: And the one, the anecdote I say about Jones, I've watched the guy play for five years. Never once has he played an elite or a really good defense and beaten them himself. And that's it's a damning statement because you, when you talk about franchise quarterbacks, Mahomes consistently beats elite defenses. Josh Allen consistently beats elite defenses. That's what Rogers, Cam Newton was talking about, the difference
5: between a game manager And a game changer. The quarterbacks that rise above and beat defenses like Pat Mahomes. Complete game changer. Thanks for the call, Dan. 877-337-6666. We got to take another break. But I think this is my last break. If you're on hold, stay on hold. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be back after this. Yeah. Here we go. My last, uh, I don't know, six, seven minutes here on the fan tonight thanks for joining us thanks for calling in thanks for watching on TikTok, writing me on twitter and as i always like to do shout out to the people that just kick back relax and listen to the show and never ever call just don't want to be on air don't want to call in but they listen to five minutes or five hours and i appreciate you guys all the same i got four calls to get first call is going to zach and monroe because Zach's friend is watching live on TikTok and said, go to my boy, Zach. What's up, Zach? You're on the fan.
0: Hey, what's up, Keith? Thanks for taking my call, man. Yeah. Um, so, real quick, I just wanted to shout out St. John's. Huge win tonight um, against Butler. Um, hopefully, they're still able to get into the tournament at large. But um, to get to my point, I'm to talk about Jason Dominguez. See that uh, he's progressing really well in his, um, in, like, his off-season uh, uh, rehabilitation. And honestly, if they can get him pre-All-Star break, I think that would be huge. Um, Having him in center or wherever they might play him in the outfield, I think is huge. And then having Verdugo's bat on the bench um, just is better for the team overall. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, because then you have – He's coming back before the
5: All-Star break for sure. Like, unless he has a setback, he's way ahead of schedule.
0: Yeah, of course. Which is honestly – honestly, bro, like, that's great too. Because then, like – you know it just makes the whole lineup deeper you know like you know the lineup is is deep as it is like especially in the outfield you know like um with Soto Verdugo Judge and then you know you have you have Stan who lost a bunch of weight he could play in the outfield too you know and then him coming back is huge even though Trent Grisham is somebody who i think gets overlooked with his defense and he just he hit a nuke in the first game um oh yeah of the i uh, think a three run
5: bomb and the Yankees now fixed an issue that they had last year they didn't have enough major league caliber outfielders. Now they have more than enough.
0: Exactly, and honestly, I, I couldn't have said it better. Because this is a, the last thing I'll say, though, is is uh, they had players like Jake Bowers and uh, Billy McKinney playing for them early in the season. Now we have uh, players like Soto Verdugo and uh, hopefully Jason Dominguez playing in their uh, in their uh, position. Keith, uh, thanks for thanks for your time, man.
5: Yes, sir. I K F Oswaldo Cabrera, Franchi Cordero. You guys know. We we go through the list. Willie Calhoun. Willie Calhoun could not play the field. Let's go to Bill out on Long Beach Island. LBI. What's up, Bill? Hey, Keith. What's going on,
10: pal? You know what? I Number one, I enjoy the heck out of your show. I listen to the fan pretty much all day. I'm a traveling salesman whether I'm in my car or at home. But, um, you know, I, I, it, it blows me away when I have a little bit of free time. I've been watching these Trevor Bauer. Uh, podcast, and I, and I know it's on his show, and he's going to come in a good light, but like, I, I keep hearing these things about Blake Snell, and it's going to blow the Yankees way out of the cap, and this guy's willing to work for um, league minimum with incentives. I, I just I, 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 can't understand why they wouldn't just do that. Yeah. I, youngest, right? I mean, and I know he comes with a lot of baggage, don't get me wrong, but I mean, I don't know. The, I, I, I mean, the only thing I can think, is this a bad environment
5: for him? No, <laughs> no.
10: People in like Milwaukee or something? I don't no, know.
5: I think it's twofold. I don't think the headache that could potentially come with employing a guy that people look at as a sexual abuser, I don't think they want that even if it is for league minimum. And I also don't think that they look at him as the Cy Young winner he once was. I also don't think they look at him as better than some of their young depth op- options that they already have. Bill, thanks for the call. We're running low on time. Sam is in Queens. Sam, you're on the fan. Sam, hey. hey how's it going? What's up, Sam? How's it going? Uh, listen,
10: keep it short and sweet. We got to talk. Johnny's here.
5: Three in a row. I
10: mean, three in a
5: row. Three is huge. Responded. Responded to Rick Bettino calling for- him out.
10: I mean, I mean, are we banking on Nova losing a couple big games this weekend?
5: I mean, is that what's really? <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know about that. I don't know who's banking on that. I mean, not. I mean, I I, I got to bank on one of them. I mean, I got to. I got to believe in something. That they that. lose one or two.
10: I think. I, are they not playing? Like they're playing Seton Hall. I think in Jersey this week.
5: If they're playing them at Prudential Center, that might be an L coming up. I mean, that's. We need at least one there, and then, I mean, we got to win out. But we're playing against bottom
10: feeders here, so we can't lose those. But, I mean, do we see a shot where Rick Pitino takes this team that, you know, two weeks ago just embarrassed them in front of a national audience? Like, is he taking this team to the dance?
5: Maybe Maybe that is part of the plot and the storyline. Thanks for the call, Sam. Last call of the night will go to Jonathan. All the way out in Los Angeles, California.
11: Hey, how's it going, Keith? Uh, really sorry listening to your show, and let me tell you, man, uh, I'm gonna be a regular, bro. Really love the show, especially because it's lots of Yankees talk. Really love it, man. Thanks, good job. man. Also, bro, um, oh, one question, two questions, really quick. Um, so, I'm decided to go to Houston. I'm really fortunate to go to Houston for the opening day. Nice. And I'm planning to take my six year old son. I want to ask you, you think that's a good idea or a bad idea? My girl right here thinks, oh, my God, you're crazy. Because, of course, we're going to go to, you know, enemy territory. But I want to see uh, what uh, what you got to say about that. Also, one more thing. I actually have hope that the Yankees, I don't know, call me crazy, that the Yankees are actually going to sign Blake Snell. Every morning I wake up, hopefully, I just think they're going to, I think uh, Snell's just going to, instead of getting nothing, he'd just rather get paid $25, $27 million and just sign with us, man. But I, I listen to you on the other side, brother. But I,
5: great show, bro. Thank you. Jonathan, thanks. I don't know. I think I'm going to bring my son to his first game this year, and he's going to be in a suite somewhere. But he's a baby. He's he's going to be freshly won. A six-year-old kid wearing a Yankees jersey. You wearing a Yankees jersey in Houston? I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> Just keep your head on a swivel out there. <laughs> I don't know what they're like. I've never been to Houston. I've never been to Minute Maid Park. Park. I know Yankee fans are going to keep hope alive for Blake Snell to be a Yankee until he signs elsewhere, but that ship has sailed for me. I'm ready to roll with the guys we've got, and that's all the time I've got. C-Mac is coming up next. Call him with your Yankee thoughts, your Mets thoughts, Daniel Jones, McCole Hardman, and Combine Talk, and Spring training and is Jalen Brunson going to be all right? Or are the Knicks going to ever get whole and make a run to the Eastern Conference? Well, you guys know what to do. Keep McPherson on the fan, KM to AM. That's another one in the books. I'll be back tomorrow after the Nets game. Goodbye. Sports
2: Radio 1019
8: <laughs> Affair.